إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد So yesterday then we began in the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam and we mentioned some of those ayat in the Quran the ayat that relate to the 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 debate that Ibrahim alayhi salam began with the mushrikeen of that time where he began to mention to them the types of deities that they used to worship in a manner of almost pretending as if he doesn't know. So he looked at the moon and he said to them, the moon, perhaps the moon is my Lord then, as they claimed. But then when the moon disappeared and the sunlight came, he said, how could that be my Lord when it has disappeared and it has been overcome by the sun? Then perhaps the sun is my Lord, because that is what they claim too. But then when the night came and the sun disappeared, he said to them, how can the sun be my Lord when it only comes for a time and then it is overcome by the darkness and disappears for a time? The Lord is not the one that comes and disappears. So he proved to them that these uh, sun, the moon, the stars, all of these things that they were worshipping was falsehood. So he carried on in that way giving them da'wah. However, they did not accept. And then eventually the story is mentioned regarding the idols that he broke and smashed up. So in that narration or what is mentioned in the Quran regarding it, that on one occasion the mushrikun, they were going out to one of their festivals. They had a particular festival. So they were going out to that festival. They came to Ibrahim to take him to this festival of theirs too. Of course, Ibrahim did not wish to go. So he, it's mentioned, when they came to him, he looked to the stars he looked around and he said to them that indeed I am ill I am sick in a manner that was to give them an impression that he meant he was actually medically ill or sick but the reality was it was not a an actual medical illness or sickness and some of the scholars, they say that it was as though he was saying, I am sick of your idols and your festivals and your false worship and your shirk. It is as though he was saying to them, I am sick, meaning I am sick of all of this nonsense of yours. But they perceived, they understood that he's saying he is ill so he can't go. So in the Quran it mentions when they came to him, he said, Inni saqim, that I am ill, I am sick. لِأَنَّهُ خَشْيَ إِنْ تَخَلَّفَ لِغَيْرِ هَذِي الْوَصِيلَةِ 
لم يدرك مطلوبه he feared that if he didn't give them this impression that he's staying behind for a legitimate reason then he would not be able to do or actualize what he wanted to do so he gave them this reasoning and they went as they went he then took the opportunity he went to their their temple where they had all of their gods or some of their gods within this temple of theirs and he smashed all of them except for a large statue that was in there he let that remain and he placed that axe upon it so that this would then be a means of proof he would use against them when they returned so then it's mentioned when all of the mushrikeen came back from their festival from their their celebrations they were doing that night whatever shirk they were committing that night when they came back they hastened to go to the temple they came back from their festival the first thing on their mind let's go to our temple and our gods and deities so they went there so when they got to their temple they saw the most shocking of sights they saw the most shocking and disturbing of sights so when those mushrikeen saw what they saw all of their so-called gods destroyed when they saw that shocking sight they said as the ayat mentioned in the quran who has done this to our gods they said who has done this to our gods indeed that individual he is from the thalimeen from the wrongdoers the one who has done this to our idols indeed he must be from the wrongdoers they said then they mentioned the ayat state in the Quran. They said, We heard about a young man. We heard a young man who was talking about our idols, meaning mentioning them in a manner that was not befitting as they saw. They said, We remember a young man speaking about our idols. يُقَالُ لَهُ إِبْرَاهِيمُ He is called, it is said, his name is Ibrahim. We remember this young man talking about our idols. His name is Ibrahim. فَأْتُوا بِهِ They said, so bring him. Go and bring him. فَأْتُوا بِهِ عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِ النَّاسِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْهَدُونَ Bring him. In front of all of the people, let everybody witness and testify to it. Bring him in front of everyone. 
And this, the scholars, they say, is actually what Ibrahim salam wanted. He wanted to be brought in front of everyone so that he could then establish the proof upon all of them. He wanted to be dragged in front of all of them. So he had the platform with all of them. So that's exactly what happened. They brought him in front of everyone and everybody was gathered. So when all of the people got together and they brought Ibrahim to the front, then they said to him, Did you do this to our gods, O Ibrahim? Did you do this to our gods, O Ibrahim? Ibrahim said to them, Rather, it is the big one who did it to the rest of them. It is the big one who did it to the rest of them. So when they took Ibrahim in front of everyone, questioned him in front of everyone, did you do this Ibrahim? He said, no, the big one. Rather the big one did it to all of the rest of them. So then, when he mentioned that to them, they knew that this statement of Ibrahim salam was not correct. They already knew that this statement of Ibrahim salam was not correct. And in reality, at this point, Ibrahim salam had refuted them from two angles. If they said that no, you are lying, the big one could not have done this. You're lying, the big one could not have done this. Because he can't move, he can't do anything. If they said that, then that was the end of their debate. Ibrahim salam tells them then instantly, then why are you worshipping him? Why are you worshipping it? Why do you consider it to be a god? And now you just accepted that it cannot move, it cannot do anything. You've just accepted it does not have the characteristics of Godship, of Lordship. So they couldn't say to him, no, you're lying, he couldn't have done it. This God couldn't have done it because he can't move. That would prove he's not a God then. So they couldn't do that. At the same time, the alternative was no better. The alternative for them to pretend, yes, it is a God and it has powers and it did break all of them then that would be an evidence against them also. Why did this God of yours kill all the rest of your gods? So all of it, all of it was a mess for the mushrikeen. They had no response either way. When this scenario was presented to them, they had nothing to say. They couldn't say, yes, we agree. Then they are agreeing one of their gods has committed murder on their other gods. And if they say, no, we don't agree, he can't do it, it can't do it, it can't move. Then in that case, it's not a God. So they were refuted all in all angles. Ibrahim salam continued upon them. He said to them, فَاسْأَلُوهُمْ إِنْ كَانُوا يَنْتِقُونَ He said, ask them, 
Ask this God of yours. Ask them, they'll tell you what happened. They are gods as you claim. So they will know exactly everything that happened. Ask them. Again, they are left stuck. They know they cannot ask them because they know these idols and statues neither hear them nor can they speak. So again, an evidence established upon them. When Ibrahim tells them, ask them, knowing that they cannot, knowing that they will have to admit we cannot because they cannot hear and they cannot speak. So when this occurred upon them and they were completely stuck, so then Ibrahim said to them, Innakum antum Remember before they had said, whoever did this to our gods, then that person is a wrongdoer. Now after everything Ibrahim said to them, they were left stuck with no answers. Ibrahim says to them, indeed you, you are the wrongdoers. You are the oppressors, the transgressors. You are the zalimun. ثُمَّ نُكِسُوا عَلَى رُؤُوسِهِمْ مَا كَانَ اعْتِرَافُهُمْ بِبُطْلَانِ إِلَهِيَّتِهَا إِلَّا وَقْتًا قَصِيرًا So now they were completely stuck and they had absolutely no way to get out of it. They knew they cannot speak these gods and they would not speak. They knew that the big god, the so-called god, could not have done this to the idols, he cannot move. But they couldn't accept those facts because that would show that these gods of theirs are useless. They cannot speak, they cannot move, they cannot do a thing. So now they were left completely refuted. However, despite being completely refuted, completely rebuked, they were still upon their arrogance and they did not uh, change their beliefs. And instead, upon their arrogance, upon their haughtiness, they continued and they said, after Ibrahim salam completely refuted them, and he said to them, do you worship besides Allah that which does not benefit you nor harm you? That woe be to you, terrible state upon you, that you worship these besides Allah. Do you not have any intellect? Do you not think? فَلَوْ كَانَ لَكُمْ عُقُولٌ صَحِيحَةٌ لَمْ تُقِيمُوا عَلَىٰ عِبَادَةِ مَا لَا يَنْفَعُ وَلَا يَضُرُ If you had sound intellects, then you would not be worshipping something that cannot hear, nor see, nor speak, nor benefit, nor harm. Cannot do nothing to you. لَا يَدْفَعَ النَّفْسِهِ مَنْ يُرِيدُهُ بِسُوءٍ Forget about you, they cannot even prevent harm from themselves. And that's why it's mentioned the mushrikun, at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, their idols and statues, animals would come and urinate on top of the god, their gods. Animals would come and urinate on them. And then it would be said to them, or they would look at that, that this is supposed to be our so-called god that answers our du'as and is going to do intercession for us. Yet the animals and the beetles and the snakes come 
and they defecate upon it. So they have no ability to prevent any harm for themselves, let alone to do anything for you. So after all of this refutation upon their arrogance and haughtiness and anger, they said, Harriquuhu, burn him, burn him in a blaze. And defend your gods. Give victory to your gods and burn him, burn Ibrahim. In kuntum fa'ileen. Fa'awqadu naran azima jiddan fa'alqawhu biha. So they made a huge fire. A huge fire. A tremendous fire as it's mentioned in the books of tafsir. It wasn't a small bonfire. This was a huge, magnificent fire, tremendous in size, blazing with heat. They made this huge fire and they cast Ibrahim into it. Cast Ibrahim into this fire. And that is where it's mentioned in the narration of Ibn Abbas that Ibrahim السلام, at that moment said, Allah is sufficient for me and the best of protectors. His trust and his dependence was completely in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even at that moment of severe difficulty, huge blazing fire, he's been thrown into it. And his trust and dependence is purely in Allah. Hasbi Allah wa ni'mal wakil. Allah is sufficient for me and the best of protectors. And certainly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected him. And so in the ayat it mentions that Allah said, Ya naru kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim. That O oh, fire, be cool and safe upon Ibrahim. And so Ibrahim alayhi salam was not harmed by that. He was not harmed by their plots. And he was saved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the victory of the awliya of Allah upon the awliya of a shaitan. Those mushrikun, everything they plotted and they planned, yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Ibrahim alayhi salam. Ibrahim alayhi salam, the Khalilullah, second best prophet and messenger of all of the prophets and messengers. So this is in brief a summary of those events and the ayat or some of the ayat that have been mentioned about what happened there and that is where we'll briefly round off on tonight then and inshallah ta'ala will carry on tomorrow with the story of another one of the messengers and prophets inshallah ta'ala wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een